0: Welcome to UIDP Conversations, where we have candid discussions about partnership and collaboration across academia, industry, and government. I'm Sandy Ma with UIDP, and today I'm joined by Douglas Maul, Office Head of the National Science Foundation's Convergence Accelerator Program. Welcome, Doug.
1: Thank you, Sandy. I'm glad to be here.
0: Let's start with some high-level background on the Convergence Accelerator Program. It's designed to leverage collaboration across academia, industry, and the nonprofit world. But have you seen that come to pass?
1: We have. We've seen a lot of partnerships built between the academic community and industry and nonprofits, uh, certainly more so uh, this coming year than the uh, prior year, but I think people are starting to understand what the foundation is looking for in the accelerator that is intended to be um, different partnerships, not just academic research. Doug, what research
0: opportunities are you looking for that contribute to meeting your program goals?
1: So the National Science Foundation Convergence Accelerator is really focused on uh, both NSF ideas, such as the 10 big ideas that NSF published several years ago, but also on new areas of interest, Uh, the industries of the future that recently was published by the White House, and even looking forward to other topics uh, beyond the current year. So what are some of those topics? So we've been working in uh, areas of uh, future of work and looking at how is artificial intelligence going to impact uh, the workforce, both the employees uh, as jobs change, but also employers, and how can an employer keep their workforce up to speed technically. We're also working in the area of data science, and looking at how the, uh, what is called an open knowledge network, can be used. We've specifically funded some efforts in the area of COVID-19 research with respect to the data science, as everyone is looking for more and more data. Our coming solicitation is looking at the area of quantum technology, Mm. and how will that um, impact our future, as well as the future workforce as there is a workforce component to to the quantum future. And we're also looking at the use of artificial intelligence and data and model sharing. How do we ensure privacy protection, bias protection, as we look at more and more data sets and people using them, how do we protect the data? So, some of these projects then have become a little more
0: flexible than maybe when they were originally proposed to meet the current needs. Is that something you had
1: anticipated with the program? Well, we didn't start that direction, but certainly as things are very fluid and changing, we've uh, added new features and and new opportunities in the program. Certainly, uh, COVID 19 was not on our roadmap until earlier this year, but NSF put out a solicitation to the community. And the Convergence Accelerator is participating with a lot of other directorates in new technologies in that area.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to go where the research takes you. And that's where the research has taken everyone.
1: It has. NSF funded over 800 uh, awards. And they're all short awards. They're 12 months or less. So we're trying to get solutions. And where the Convergence Accelerator is contributing is... We're trying to coordinate and bring together all of the NSF-funded efforts into a single website that people can then gather and use that data for research.
0: That is great, because that contributes to science across the board.
1: Yeah, yes, it does, and gives everyone a single place to go to for data and for information. And so we're um, just standing that up. Uh, We've got a draft website, and we'll be announcing it shortly.
0: How exciting. Well, that's terrific. Universities are frequently engaged in federal research. Your program focuses on multi-sector engagement. What's the best reason for companies to be engaged in research through the Convergence Accelerator?
1: So one of the main reasons the Convergence Accelerator was started in the first place is that uh, a lot of the academic research was not seeing its way into use and practice. Companies are designed to take research and put it to use and make it commercial and and acceptable and usable. So the whole purpose behind that uh, accelerator is that partnership between the basic research and the application of that uh, research. We don't go so far as to say commercialization, but uh, we certainly hope that in the future, uh, it will end up that way, It'll be funded in other places, but we're in the m- kind of in that niche between basic research and commercialization, and that's where companies are, and that's where companies need to be. And so the partnerships are working well between the academic partners and the industry partners.
0: And the accelerator is designed to. Add industry partners um, along the process as well it's it's not that when someone when the award is given
1: that you're locked
0: in there can be additional um, partners added
1: that is correct teams can add and subtract team members as they need them uh, during that process that also is a little bit of a different model for NSF um, but uh, the, the whole idea is um, if we need some expertise and we don't have that expertise, uh, let's go find it. Let's bring them in as part of the team and help make the solution better by bringing in the, the experts in that area.
0: And it makes sense for industry to keep an eye on the website, see what the topics of interest are, and kind of watch those projects as they advance, doesn't it?
1: Correct. And and we're trying to set that up so that uh, it'll be a more public-facing uh, activity and giving companies opportunities to see the progress of uh, the different teams in their, in their projects.
0: So what have you learned since you've been watching these companies and these universities um, and other entities working um, across sectors? How, how has this contributed to NSF's mission and fill the innovation needs that you're looking for?
1: So we've certainly seen changes in the mindset of partnerships. Um, I think uh, academia is starting to get the idea and understand why it's necessary to bring industry to the table. I think industry is now also understanding the real value of the academic partner and the research. If they can get the ideas um, built and, and tried out early, Um, And many companies are spending less and less uh, resources on research, so let's build that partnership. We've also seen uh, a whole range of partners, large multinationals, all the way down to small startups. And what I think is really quite interesting is that all of them can participate and play a role, and that's not a normal uh, environment. You don't normally see a startup company and a multinational uh, conglomerate on the same team, right? So, so we're learning some interesting things there about uh, how the teams partner um, and, and how, how they make progress. But we're, we're pretty excited about what we're seeing so far.
0: Any challenges that have stood out for you or any um, aha moments?
1: Well, certainly uh, one of the challenges, of course, is the COVID-19 um, pandemic. As we were intending to have public events over the course of the spring and summer, we had to turn those into virtual events. And uh, everyone else is doing the same thing and, and learning how to deal with virtual. But, you know, we had what we called our expo. and. Um, originally we were thinking of 500 people in person, but we got over 1500 people virtually, uh, essentially attending a two day science fair with 40 <laughs> of our teams. And, um, so, you know, that was different, but it was a surprise on how well it actually worked, um, that the teams were able to, uh market their research, talk about their ideas, Again, building partnerships and um, all of that will be uh, on our website uh, shortly as well. But that's probably our biggest challenge that we've experienced in the last six months.
0: That's great. It's great that it seems like you have found some solutions though to some tough problems, even though you were having to think on your feet.
1: I think everybody is having to figure out <laughs> how to do virtual conferences uh, because of the situation we're in.
0: That's certainly true of UIDP. So yes, I think you're right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Doug. Do you have anything else you'd like to add?
1: Just uh, thanks to UIDP for giving us this opportunity to talk about the Convergence Accelerator. And we look forward as we put out future solicitations to reaching out to the UIDP community and other industry partners.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you to Doug Mon, the Office Head of National Science Foundation's Convergence Accelerator Program for joining us today for UIDP Conversations, and join both Doug and me September 21st through the 24th for UIDP Connect, our virtual conference that connects you with the influencers behind innovative R&D collaboration. Learn more at uidp.org.